It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. What exactly is the result of Joe Biden saying finally after we've been saying for weeks and uh, Donald Trump started saying, I don't know, about 2018 or so. Uh, getting off of Russian oil. What are the uh, consequences with regard to uh, ending our dependence on Russian oil? Are you ready, kids? Because he's not going to increase production in America. Jen Psaki yesterday, we'll get to some hot Psaki here in a little while, but Jen Psaki says that the reason why we're not drilling for oil in the United States is all the uh, oil companies' fault. Because, you know, the oil companies would much rather go over to the Middle East or go to Iran or, or go to uh, Venezuela and get their oil rather than just getting it here in the States, which would cut down their production costs uh, dramatically. And also we have uh, billions and billions and billions of barrels of oil under the ground in places like North Dakota, South Dakota, under the Rocky Mountains. I can go on and on. Enough to last us for hundreds of years. But uh, the oil companies would much rather go overseas, put it on a carrier, bring it over here, unload it at a port, refine it there, and then send it across the United States, rather than just, I don't know, having it here to use and to refine and to make into products from everything from uh, plastics to fertilizer. By the way, your food price is going through the ceiling. That's going to get a whole lot worse. But what benefit is it to uh, Joe Biden to finally do what everybody's been telling him to do while he is not increasing domestic production? Now he has someone to blame it on. Uh Ding, ding, ding. There you go, guys. So all of the things that he did to halt U.S. oil production and make us energy dependent, which everybody in the country blamed higher gas prices on, suddenly, I don't think this will fly, but Joe Biden has a boogeyman. Joe Biden can say, hey, man, I uh, I cut off the oil from Russia. And, uh, you know, I told you it was going to cost us a lot more. You know, I told you so. Now, you know, don't complain to me if your gas is $7 a gallon. Because you guys told me to cut off imports of oil from Russia. And uh, so it's out of my hands. That's it. That's how it's going to be played. It is remarkable, right? But Carson, you wanted him to cut the, uh, the, you know, the gas importation from Russia. It's all your fault, Carson. You said it, and now he did it. So what are you complaining about? Well, I'm not complaining. I'm glad he did it. This should impact Russia financially. That's what we wanted it for. We also wanted it so the United States would return to where we were with Donald Trump being an oil exporter. And that way, not only could we help out ourselves... You filling up your car this morning or your truck or your tractor trailer or whatever you drive. And then we could export oil to our friends, to our allies around the world and become their oil provider. But at this point, considering that there are idiots in power in Washington, D.C., as Democrats, uh, I guess that we are about as dependable for uh, oil production and importation as Russia Because our allies don't know who's going to be in charge. You've got these morons who were saying, oh, yeah, you know, all you need to do, kids, all you need to do is, this is is Pete Buttigieg, and this is uh, uh, Kamala Harris uh, yesterday, and I shared the audio, I'll share it again today if you haven't heard it, but they were talking yesterday about electric vehicles, and here's the thing, folks, as you uh, fill up your, uh, I've got a 2000, and I'm driving my son's 2005 Camry. All right, that's got 198,000 miles on it. And I filled that sucker up for over $50. 
a couple of days ago. And uh, and if you're driving a 2005 Toyota Camry, Pete Buttigieg says, hey, you know what? If you are having a trouble affording gasoline to put in your 2005 Camry or your 1990 uh, Accord or your 1995, you know, whatever the hell it is, you haven't had a payment on it because, you know, you can't afford a car payment, Pete Buttigieg and Kamala Harris say, well, all you got to do is get a $50,000 electric vehicle. And then you'll save $80 a month at the pump. Do you know what the uh, the car payment on a $50,000 vehicle loan is? Unless you have a lot of money to put down, and I would assume since you guys are struggling, maybe many of you are struggling, maybe uh, many of you are below the poverty line, 40 million people below the poverty line in America, which means they can't afford a big old car payment, you know? Well, you want to buy that new Tesla. You want to buy that $50,000 car and you don't have $20,000 to put down because, I don't know, that's your retirement savings so far. Car payment on a $50,000 note is 1000 bucks a month. $1,000 a month. And I don't know where you live. If you live in New York, $1,000 a month isn't that uh, big a deal if you're renting a studio apartment in Manhattan. Oh, yeah, my apartment, my studio is $2,700 a month. What are you complaining about? $1,000 car payment. Well, uh, where I live right now, you can get a studio apartment for $400, $500 a month. I live in uh, Kansas City, Missouri, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, I live in the uh, the Kansas side of Kansas City. So uh, those of you who live high on the hog and you think it's no big deal to have a $1,000 car payment, uh, where I come from, $1,000 car payment, that's that's a $1,000 mortgage payment. And you can get a pretty nice house where I live for a thousand, twelve hundred, fourteen hundred dollars a month, own it, own it. But Pete Buttigieg and uh, and Kamala Harris, who Kamala Harris, what she calls she instead of calling them tractor trailers or semis yesterday, she called them like transportation vehicles. This is how out of touch these idiots are. But you know, this is all driven by one of the first executive orders Joe Biden made, which was all the countries, the federal government's vehicles would be made electric, even though many of those aren't even available as electric right now. But none of that matters to them because their solution is don't search for more affordable oil and uh, gas on American soil, even though it's what we have to rely on until the electric energy grid, the uh, electric energy source, the electric energy vehicles, the solar-powered whatever are developed. They aren't. Germany just found out that. Germany just found out they had a reverse course. They were going to close down all their nuclear power plants by the end of this year. Guess what? Now that uh, Russia's bleeping around with them, they're going to go ahead and leave them open. They're going to shut down all their coal power plants by 2030. They're going to go ahead and leave them open. But that doesn't matter to this administration. They don't care if we're high and dry, and they don't care that you and your family have to choose between filling your car and groceries. And many of you have to do that. But this is an opportunity. As I said, this is an opportunity. This gives Joe Biden the excuse that he has been wanting. You can't complain about higher gas prices anymore. I did what you told me to do. That's what he said. Well, that's what he says when he, uh, you know, without saying it. That's the, that's the silent part. But that's what it's going to be. That's how it's going to play out. Every time you complain, he'll just say, you know, um, you told me to cut off the oil from Russia. I mean, this is what you guys wanted me to do. And look what it's doing to the gas prices. And Jennifer Granholm, the energy secretary the other day, said that we are exhausting every possibility. The only possibility they're not exhausting is drilling on American soil. That's the only possibility they are not investigating, and it's the answer. 
He shut down the Keystone XL pipeline. He shut down uh, drilling on American soil, on uh, federal lands and whatnot. He stopped fracking, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And now he has a convenient excuse for uh, gas prices going even higher, even though they went up over a dollar twenty-five, dollar fifty a gallon since he became the president. That's what they're going to use this for. I just want you to prepare for this. He's going to say, "I did what you wanted me to do," and now it's Vladimir Putin's fault. Even though all we got to do is turn on the spigot here. Here is Donald Trump in 2020 talking to Newsmax Television, where I work, about uh, the prospect of what's going to happen if Joe Biden gets into office with regard to uh, gasoline. But everything, steel. You look at what's going on with pricing. And obviously, you're going to have inflation. Uh, gasoline is going to stop at six, seven dollars. I think. Uh, I don't think it's going to stop there. Based on what I'm seeing, we were energy independent when I left, and right now, I would have to say we are no longer energy independent. We're putting windmills all over. This is actually 2021. I apologize. The place which cost a fortune. Which, by the way, if you're a believer in the carbon footprint and all of the other things. When they make these windmills, which are all made in China and Germany, by the way. Listen to this. They're all made in China, Germany. We don't do them here. They put them together. We put them together here. We don't make them here. Uh, what goes into the air when they make them is more than anything that can ever be saved while we're here. If you're a believer in that, okay, some people are and some people are. They say that uh, considering all the rare earth minerals, all of the, uh, the things that cannot be recycled, that ultimately uh, the lifespan of one of those giant windmills that they have out there, it takes more energy to create it than it creates in its entire lifetime. All right. Here is uh, uh, Donald Trump speaking in front of the United Nations, calling out Germany for becoming dependent on Russian oil. And they literally laughed at him. Reliance on a single foreign supplier can leave a nation vulnerable to extortion and intimidation. That is why we congratulate European states such as Poland for leading the construction of a Baltic pipeline so that nations are not dependent on Russia. Well, why would we be concerned about Americans being dependent on Russian oil and their nations being dependent on Russian oil? Oh, wait a minute. Their energy needs. Germany will become totally dependent on Russian energy if it does not immediately change course. I'm thinking that happened. Here in the Western Hemisphere, we are committed to maintaining our independence from the encroachment of expansionist foreign powers. Now, I've been on the planet long enough that I've seen this scenario played out a number of times. When Democrats are in office, ultimately uh, gas prices go through the ceiling and they uh, grovel and they crawl and they go to OPEC and they go to other countries. They go to Venezuela. Venezuela is where they're going. They're going to enrich uh, Maduro. You know, Venezuela is so poor. You know what the most popular restaurant in uh, Caracas is? Do you have any idea? It's the zoo. You think I'm joking? Yeah, a couple of years ago, it was the zoo. Yeah, there were people going to the zoo and literally killing the animals so they could eat them. Welcome to Venezuela. Have you been to the grocery store lately, by the way? A lot of empty shelves. But, you know, this should come as a surprise to us, right? Because uh, Joe Biden is all for uh, fossil fuels and energy independence, right? 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 Uh, no, actually, this is what he said in September of 2020 when he was debating Donald Trump. Or would you close down the oil? By the way, I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I would that's transition. a big statement. That's it is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. Here's the deal. But that's a big statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, 
because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time. Yeah, over time. Well, you can't do it immediately, which is what the Biden administration wants to do. Again, I will refer to you the uh, earlier segment of the monologue today, which is their solution for the problem is you and me go out and buy a $50,000 plus electric car. There you go. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Now, where I live every day, there are these big old train cars and they go south of town and they come back empty. They go down south of town. They're full of coal. They come back empty to get more coal. You know why? Because my city runs on coal. And there's a good chance yours does too, by the way. Thought you should know. Thought you should know. And uh, we also have uh, buses here that run on natural gas. Do you know what the uh, exhaust of a uh, natural gas vehicle, you know what it sends out into the atmosphere? Water vapor. You know what water vapor is? I'm just telling, I'm trying to simplify things like Kamala Harris does for people. Uh, Water vapor is what clouds are made of. Yeah, clouds are those uh, poofy things in the sky for uh, any Democrats who are listening, by the way. And by the way, the reason why Joe Biden announced that we were no longer buying oil from Russia is that top Democrats and Republicans reached a deal to ban all Russian energy imports and end trade relations with Moscow and Belarus and move forward with $10 billion in humanitarian relief in Ukraine. So the, uh, both parties were uh, in favor of this in the, in the first place. You know, it's like uh, they also agreed to uh, get rid of the state of emergency that Joe Biden is imposing in the country. The state of emergency for the United States is still being imposed by Joe Biden. That's why kids have to wear stupid masks on school buses. And uh, both Democrats and Republicans passed a piece of legislation ending that, and it's expected to be vetoed by Joe Biden. You know why? Because he's President Doofy, and he has no solution for anything. For anything. And meanwhile, you go to the, uh, and, and where I go is 289, I think it was two weeks ago, it's uh, 375 now, so it's gone up a dollar where I am. It had gone up a dollar 25 between um, the Russian invasion and Joe Biden's inauguration. But Joe Biden is going to blame this all on Vladimir Putin. That's the one thing that's going to happen because of this. You may breathe a sigh of relief that he finally had a moment of clarity, <laughs> that's hilarious, a moment of clarity But the uh, GOP and the Democrat Party were way ahead of him on it, and now he can use this as an excuse. I believe we have some uh, audio of Donald Trump, the President of the United States, former President of the United States, but I still acknowledge him as the President of the United States, uh, at a gas pump yesterday. The gas is too damn high, I just have to say. The gas is too damn high. Look at this, 489. It's a disgusting thing. I miss it when the gas used to be low. You know, it used to be so low, lower than fake news, CNN's ratings, or AOC's IQ. Now the gas is high, higher than Jerry Nadler's pants or Hunter Biden after get on the town. Sleepy Joe, he could do it, you know. He could unleash American energy, but he'd rather talk to Venezuela and Iran. He'd rather negotiate with communists and terrorists Instead of negotiating with hard-working Americans, it's a disgrace what's happening. The gas is too damn high, but it doesn't have to be. That is uh, Sean Farish, actually, a, a friend of the radio show, <laughs> who doesn't look a thing like uh, Donald Trump, but sure sounds a whole lot like him, doesn't he? 
Yeah, yeah, big time. I will post that on social media. Sean Farish, uh, we are actually working on a new uh, a new song parody featuring uh, Donald Trump's voice done by Sean Farish. Uh, that will be coming very soon, very soon. Here is uh, Senator John Kennedy talking about the Biden's uh, declaration of war on fossil fuel, even though, by the way, he... Uh, he said that, uh, you know, we are no longer going to import, we are no longer going to import oil from Russia. But uh, the reason why he did that is because Democrats and Republicans had already uh, decided on that. And he needed an excuse as gas prices continue to rise because he's not going to open up exploration on uh, U.S. soil or uh, become energy independent again. If we want to put Putin down, we're going to have to sanction his oil and gas. But that's going to leave a deficit in Europe. We can help them fill it. We'll have to talk to the Saudis. We'll have to buy more from West Africa. Nope. We'll have to buy more from the North Sea. But America and Canada are going to have to do their part. And there's just one problem. The Biden administration has declared war, a full frontal attack on oil production, on gas production, on LNG, on pipelines, and on petrochemicals. But they have not declared a war on unicorn farts and fairy dust, which apparently can uh, cause anything to uh, be able to run without fossil fuels. Yeah, unicorn farts and fairy dust is something that they are investigating right now. I believe Pete Buttigieg is, is uh, heading that one, heading that, uh, that new uh, move for uh, unicorn farts and fairy dust. Although there has been some debate about unicorn farts and global warming, we are, still, uh, we are still not sure about that. Let's go to Sam in Chester, Maryland. Hello there, Sam. You are the first caller of the day. Rob, um, I used to have a distribution company in Baltimore. And in the 70s, I went through something that people don't want to have to do now because it's ugly, and that is gas lines. Oh, yeah. We, we've lost the ability to negotiate now with the Iranians due to this idiot's miscalculation because if all of a sudden the Iranians aren't sending us oil, in addition to the Russians, in addition to the fact that we've cut back on that building of the pipeline and our own, we're going to have gas lines again. And if you ever want to be involved in something that's <laughs> ugly. I, I don't know whether it hit you or not. Yeah. Gas lines cause people to have fist fights. It causes people to not be able to go to work, and it raises the price of the ability to run your company astronomically. He hasn't figured that into his calculus, and we are going to have a real problem when it comes to negotiation with Iran over this nuclear deal if they decide, whoops, we're going to cut off your oil. Yep, because yep. then we're going to have gas lines again, which, as I say, are ugly and detrimental. I think we've been played since the 70s with regard to our government keeping us dependent. Uh, I think we're seeing a, a similar scenario. Uh, Jimmy Carter went and begged and pleaded and got on his knees and went to OPEC and, and all of that stuff. And we, and we see this played out time and time again, not only since the 70s, but time and time again every time a Democrat is in office, Jeff. How, how much is gas out there? Yes, right now is somewhere around four twenty-five a gallon. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. Being able to pay or buy gas is one thing. Not being able to get it is another. That's the yeah, ugly yeah. thing. Yeah. As I say, if Iranians, if the Iranians turn it turn it off because of these nuclear negotiations, we are screwed big time. Yeah, Sam, I'm going to tell you this, and I and I mentioned this a while back. 
I said that the next crisis will be this. This will be empty store shelves. This will be gas prices skyrocketing and the inability to get goods. I said that would be the next crisis because they need another crisis. This is an election year. Thanks for the call. Here's a, uh, a report from Fox 31 about uh, the choice between filling your car with gas and feeding your family. Yes, it's come to this, and it's going to get worse. No matter where you go, you're seeing these high prices all across the Southlands. You know, for a lot of cases, people are going to have to start making the decision to whether to put food on the table or to start filling up their tanks. Have you guys signed up for Stamps.com yet? Well, time is money, and you don't want to waste uh, time or money with repeated trips to the post office. Stamps.com, you could skip the trip, focus on how to take your small business to the next level. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right now from your computer, saves you money on the process. So you spend less time at the post office and more time making uh, your customers happy. Stamps.com gives you access to all post office and UPS shipping services you might need from your computer and get discounts you won't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off of uh, USPS rates and 76% off of UPS. All you need is a computer, standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. Stop overpaying for shipping with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code NEWSMAX at Stamps.com for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code NEWSMAX for Stamps.com. GOP Senators Ted Cruz and Ron Johnson are going to meet with the 1,000-strong People's Convoy today to discuss uh, COVID mandates, among other things, some of the demands that the uh, truckers are asking for, reopening the Keystone Pipeline, which would make sense, which means that it's not going to get done by this administration. Ending big tech censorship. <clears throat> Again, they're in bed with uh, the big three. Uh, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, ensuring rights for capital riot. Prisoners won't happen until after the election. Making political ideology a protected class like freedom of religion and reaffirming the Bill of Rights. Well, what are the, the Bill of Rights? I mean, what are Democrats going to wipe their butts with? I mean, what? Like, seriously, the Bill of Rights? We got to have the Bill of Rights so, you know, Democrats can use it as a bath mat. Yeah, yeah. The new mayor of New York City says masks for five years and younger, which makes uh, no sense whatsoever. But you know what? He's a Democrat, so you wouldn't expect a whole lot from uh, the new mayor of New York. I don't. I don't think he's a terribly bright man. Joining me on the phone is someone who is the antithesis of the new mayor of New York. He is a bright man. He is Congressman uh, Lee Zeldin. He is a uh, member of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, House Financial Services Committee, gubernatorial candidate in the state of uh, New York, and he joins us on the phone. Hello, sir, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Hey, it's great to be with you. I know we got a lot to talk about, but I got to tell you what, the uh, under five masked up New York City, it's ridiculous. It's unscientific. It has to go. There's nothing that can be a good excuse to back that one up. Congressman, why? Why? Is it, is it just about control? Is it just about broadcasting fear? That's what it has been in the past. Is it punitive? What the hell is it, Lee? It's a, a whole lot of control. And the reasoning that's given is that these kids under five can't yet get a COVID vaccine. That's what they Oh, say. dear Lord. Okay, so it's, it's just meant to get kids to take a shot. That's it. Yeah, and if you think about oh, it, I mean, God. these kids, I mean, right now across the board, regardless of what age you are, the numbers are now getting closer to zero. These kids, even when it was at a peak, 
uh, weren't getting it when they were getting it. They were asymptomatic a lot. Sometimes they might have a mild symptom that was almost entirely the story with these little kids. Also, they're wearing cloth masks. The CDC is recommending against the use of cloth masks. And if the government says, well, then I guess they should be in an N95, I believe that that means that you're a sociopath. The last point is that, <laughs> is that these kids, I mean, maybe my daughter, I, I have a daughter who went through early intervention. If you're, let's say you're on the autism spectrum. You're learning how to yeah. speak, and yes. you have to wear a mask. You can't see your teacher's face. They yeah. can't see yours. You can't get this time back. No, you can't, Lee. And, and I like to say about cloth masks that uh, they're about as effective as uh, preventing uh, the spread of COVID as wearing a cowboy hat to go scuba diving. Did you see in Seattle, the Seattle's Teacher Union, they want to keep masks on kids K through 12 through May 1st because uh, it would be abnormal to them. The kids would think it's abnormal not to wear a mask. So the abnormal has become normal. And, and that is, a, I think, a, a nightmare scenario. Uh, and it is being posited by um, teachers unions. And I think the thing we've learned through the pandemic is that many in the teachers' unions could give a rat's behind about children. Uh, what do you think about that, sir? Yeah, what you see is that there are people who run some of these teachers' unions, and whether they're pushing for masks or they're pushing for remote learning, uh, missed graduations, the damage that's being done to these kids is permanent in many respects. You can't get this time back. There are Great teachers who are, by, by the way, there wouldn't be any education system if we didn't have teachers. But the problem is, is that what you find is that th these individuals rise up to the ranks as le uh, of leading a teacher's union, and then they start acting like operatives, and it's about perks. They want to be a delegate at the next de Democratic National Convention. They like their access to their favorite Democratic elected official. Maybe they'll get invited to the White House by, yeah. by President Biden. A and... When you're pushing agendas like forcing kids into remote learning, or you believe that it should be the new normal, that kids are wearing masks, as you're pointing out in Seattle, uh, I, I believe that these are the absolute wrong people to have this much influence in education. Oh, and, and by the way, they're also part of that move that discourages more parental involvement. Yes. And I, I am that alone. I'm highly suspicious of anyone in government or in education who believes that parents shouldn't be as involved as possible in their kids' education. One hundred percent. Now, uh, Joe Biden this morning said we are going to halt uh, imports of Russian oil. This after Republicans and Democrats uh, came together on the issue uh, a day ago. Uh, I said that what this will be. Uh, by Biden is an opportunity. This whole uh, Russia-Ukraine thing is an opportunity for green energy. And by saying now that we have stopped uh, Russian imports without uh, trying to become energy independent as a country, Joe Biden is going to say of energy prices as they continue to go through the ceiling, and they will, by the way, that it's all Putin's fault. Your thoughts? Oh, gosh, I have a few. Uh, one is uh, you see them, uh, Jake Sullivan did it in a national media interview. They're tripping over themselves to go run to Iran, to run to Venezuela. They'll, they can use it as justification to reenter into the Iran nuclear deal. Anyone say, well, they're not connected. Absolutely. This is part of uh, what, uh, what Iran would absolutely love. Uh, we have here in the United States, the ability to ramp up domestic energy production, to become energy independent. I represent a congressional district in New York, upstate New York. There are these regions 
where if you safely extract the resources that are underneath the ground, you can revitalize communities, you can create jobs, you can lower taxes, lower energy costs. We can become independent. It cancels Keystone XL, fast tracks Nord Stream 2. What needs to be happening, it is an opportunity, but the opportunity should be to revisit his own energy policy uh, and to become energy independent as a country. But the first signs running to places like Iran and Venezuela, yeah, not not the right uh, not the right play call. And uh, you know, as you point out, the push towards green energy. Uh, this is not a moment where we should be prioritizing first and foremost whatever is at the top of John Kerry's. Uh, you know, climate czar list. Uh, this is about what the average everyday American all across this country is desperate for as they try to fill up their tank or they try to fill, uh, you know, fill up their oil tank at home when it's still cold. Uh, they're, they're looking for a very different approach than what Biden has in store. I don't understand. And by the way, we're talking to Congressman Lee Zeldin. Um, I, I don't understand why Democrats would go to our enemies, why Democrats would go to Venezuela, uh, a country that is uh, led by someone who's, I mean, driven the, the people into abject poverty and borderline starvation. Uh, and then Iran, which uh, has a, a giant target on Israel and wants uh, the United States and Israel wiped from the face of the planet. But what is the reason behind this? They aren't this clueless. They know that we have the energy we need. They're just ignoring it altogether. Why would they choose to go to our enemy? They are deeply fearful of their own activist base, who they have pledged, you know, this Green News deal, this climate change agenda, and that if they do what needs to be done right now, if they do what should be done, what the, the, if they're pursuing the opportunities that are available to us right here within our own country, their own base is going to flip out on them. So they're, they're trying to navigate Russia invading Ukraine and high gas prices and high oil prices and all the national security impacts without upsetting the the people who feel like the most important threat to the United States is climate change, and you can't sacrifice that agenda at all costs, as as if the rest of the world is following what we're doing here. Everyone else is laughing at us right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, uh, let me ask you this, because we got a couple more minutes remaining here. Um, you are running for governor in the state of, uh, of New York. It is not impossible for a Republican to win in New York. Uh, how are you going to win, and what are you going to do when you do? First off, the issues are on our side, and we're talking about part of them. I, people want to feel safe outside their streets. We need to repeal cashless bail in New York. We should be firing district attorneys like Alvin Bragg, who yes. refused to enforce the law. The issues are on our side. We started early. The fundraising's been great. Uh, tens of thousands of donors, thousands of volunteer signups. Uh, we were just endorsed by the New York State Republican Party, by the New York State Conservative Party. The convention for the Republican Party was uh, was actually a week ago today. Uh, we got over 85% of the vote at the convention, and then three days before that was the New York State Conservative Party, where we were unanimously selected and won't be on the Conservative Party line in November. Uh, we know our vocals in every county in this state, but ultimately, as I talk to every single person who's listening to you and I right now, if you're in New York... You can't take anything for granted. If you care, if you feel like you're battling for the heart and soul of your country, of your state right now, 
If you know anybody who's not registered to vote, go tell them that this isn't just a right, it's your duty, it's your obligation. People who are willing to go knock on a few doors, well, you know, see if you could knock on doors for 10 days instead of one. Make calls for, you know, for, for you know, 15 times instead of twice. We just all need to dig deep to do everything in our power to save Save this country. I believe that 2022 can be the biggest Republican wave of our lifetime, but we have to earn it. It's just about just riding some wave in. You know, it's, it's interesting, uh, Lee. I had only been to New York City twice in my life, and those both happened in the last two years. But, but you know, I think it's a shame that uh, people are streaming out of New York to move to Texas or Florida, because my impression of New York City, uh, not in its current iteration, but I understand why people thought it was the greatest city in the history of mankind. It's glorious. It's absolutely glorious. It's just been destroyed by really, really bad people, one of them being uh, de Blasio. And, and I'm, not, I don't, I'm not holding my breath on the, uh, on the new... Uh, the new mayor as well. Uh, what are your hopes for the state of New York? you got about 30 seconds to get that to, to tell us about that. This is a rescue mission to save our state. Our, our wallets, our safety, our freedom, our kids' education, they're all under attack right now. Uh, I, have, I have hope and faith in the New York voter. I mean, I see it as I travel around the state. Everyone's waking up, even Democrats, lifelong Democrats, people loyally vote Democrat. They're prioritizing other stuff beyond party loyalty, thank God. Uh, And I feel like if we work hard, we take nothing for granted, all in, everywhere, all throughout this entire state, I fully believe that we're going to win this race. Lee, I wish you the very best, my friend, and I wish the best for the state of New York. I was actually offered by Newsmax. They said, hey, man, we want you to move closer to the action. you got three choices, New York, Washington, D.C., or Florida. Uh, I nixed New York immediately because New York City, as it is now, no freaking way I would ever live there. It's just too damned expensive, and the taxes are too high. I want to talk to you in 10 months. All right, bro. Listen, I wish you the best. Turn it around if you win. I know you will. Uh, You are on Getter. You are on Twitter. Uh, Lee Zeldin on Twitter. Rep Lee Zeldin on Getter. Uh, Your website for your your campaign, sir. Zeldinfornewyork.com. Z-E-L-D-I-N-F-O-R. All one word. Zeldinfornewyork.com. Well, we will have you on before 10 months, my friend. Uh, Thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate it. You got it. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.